0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Late Night Drives podcast. Today we have Sukriti with us here to discuss the mind-bendingly, amazingly action-packed and action-filled Azerbaijan Grand Prix weekend. Hi Sukriti. Hi. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, let's start but uh, with talking about practice and qualifying. I think uh, in qualifying, Leclerc uh, sort of pulled it out of the bag by qualifying on pole and putting his what was called a uh, subpar vehicle on on, on the front row.
1: Ably helped with the tow from uh, Hamilton, which is probably the only reason why he could actually get it on pole. Uh, And then signs uh, um, uh, and uh, having a crash and Sunoda having a crash, which put an end to uh, qualifying. Uh, preventing anybody else from actually being able to put it on pole. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think that infamous turn 15 caught... uh, Four red flags uh,
1: in in all of qualifying on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I think that equals the record for the most number of uh, red flags in a single session. Well done, Baku. Yeah, so Baku brings it every single year, guys. And uh, this year was no different with uh, its drama and its twists and turns. So, qualifying was uh, pretty much, uh, I think, a mixed bag for most people. Yeah, but uh, but
1: we had a Ferrari and then a Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes on P2, and hmm. uh, Verstappen coming in on P3. Yeah, great
0: turnaround from uh, Mercedes to put uh, Hamilton in P2 because they struggled through practice, uh, you know, getting the setup right, and somehow he just does it, right? Every yeah. single weekend he just does it. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, like through practice, he struggles and he just brings it on Yeah, Saturdays.
1: and we were primed for a proper championship battle uh, come Sunday with the Hamilton in second place and uh, Westarp Ham- in trying to preserve his lead but starting third on the grid
0: yeah and uh, that, that went uh, well I, I don't want to uh, spoil the the rest of the episode so we will f- <laughs> see how that too that went <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah I think those were the major highlights from qualifying yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. for the most part um, come Sunday I think all the hard work that Charles put in and I think his luck just ran out and you know in
1: I just don't has a car that can compete honestly i don't know how much it is about luck but i just think that the 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 mercedes and the red bull cars are just at another level and his competition currently is with mclaren i don't think it is with um with and i think he he knew that because you know i think all weekend
0: long he said it as well yeah that he would be
1: happy to end up P3 and you know keeping uh, Hamilton and Verstappen behind was going to be challenging. Yeah,
0: so it, it took all of I think less than ten laps uh, before Verstappen, Hamilton, and Perez all three overtook him, and you know he was struggling to keep Gasly behind from that point yeah, on, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And a um, um, great a great start for uh, Sergio Perez who who qualified uh, further behind in the grid but very quickly made it to fourth place. And a great qualifying from uh, Gasly as well, starting starting fourth, his best qualifying this year.
0: Yeah, he equaled his best qualifying ever. I think yeah. for uh, in F one, and yeah, yeah it, it was a great performance. Yeah, by him. so an
1: eventful um, uh, eventful first ten laps with a lot of overtaking uh, and a lot of shuffling. Uh,
0: down uh, Absolutely. I think uh, another person uh, who really benefited in the beginning of the race as well was uh, Sebastian Vettel. He had a fantastic start as well starting from P11. Yeah. uh, And uh, going up a few places really quickly. Quickly,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, let's let's talk about some of the actual major things that happened during this Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, What were like one or two things that you felt were like changed the Grand Prix completely, right?
1: Oh, well... Aside from the last couple of laps and the drama that came with them, I think Lance Stroll's crash on lap 31 and the safety car restart that followed. um, That that was a certain turning point uh, in the race because it came out of nowhere and we just didn't know what happened.
0: I think Um, by that point, the race had settled down quite quite a bit bit, and it was like almost turning into a train sort of thing, right? But uh, yeah, that safety car restart... uh, Really bunched the field together, and it and uh... I think
1: it got everyone worried as about their tires as well. So uh, on lap thirty one, uh, Lance Stroll was was sort of uh, heading to the pits. He was the only one on the on the track that hadn't yet changed his tires, and he was going in um, for a pit stop. And out of nowhere, um, he just crashed, and it it seemed like the tire had failed.
0: Yeah, I think uh, there's some confusion uh, towards that, and I think till Pirelli comes, are yeah, going on, yeah, right? I think till Pirelli comes out with the official statement. But but yeah, it just seemed like a puncture from with debris. Yeah, right? with yeah. debris until I think lap uh, forty seven and Max Verstappen's crash. Uh, yeah,
1: the race leader who had not put one foot wrong this entire weekend and seemed to have like the race in the bag and all set to like extend his uh, championship. Uh, lead lead uh, but um, out of nowhere uh, his left rear tire uh, failed as well uh, yeah. same tire for lance stroll same tire for max
0: i think that sort of rattled the entire field uh, in terms of uh, yeah there was just so much uncertainty Re- whether what both, was going on yeah, yeah. whether there were tire failures or And you know, this race ended up being a one stopper for most people uh, going back uh, from the soft tyre to the hard tyre and Pirelli right from the beginning had said that the hard tyre would last 40 laps and yeah, this just threw up a whole bunch of doubts and questions for Pirelli to answer hopefully after their investigations.
1: And with the, um, Max crashing, the the FIA decided to um, red flag the race and um, everyone um, ended up in the pits waiting, waiting for the race to restart.
0: Yeah, I think they was in the pit lane for almost like half an hour or upwards of half an hour, right? And uh, it, the race was red flagged, just by the way, with two laps to go.
1: Yeah, but uh, they still chose uh, to restart the Sorry, race. with
0: three laps to go. Uh, but yeah, the FIA decided to... Restart the race and... uh, That
1: gave uh, Hamilton a solid opportunity. He was in um, P2 um, behind Sergio Perez.
0: Yeah, so they had a formation lap behind the safety car from the pit lane. And uh, they had a standing start, which like you said, was a huge opportunity for... uh, uh, Hamilton to reclaim the lead from uh, uh, Verstappen in the yeah in the and tri- driver's had a
1: tough weekend like a tough uh, Friday a tough Saturday Mercedes you know um, showing up 11 and 17 in practice sessions uh, questions were raised as to whether they'd even make it to Q3 so he had done everything to bring himself and the car up to P2 and it was his race to sort of Go and win, and then absolute disaster.
0: Yeah, at um, the restart, I think uh, he, he made
1: a move on Perez, got ahead, and then just completely.
0: Yeah, I think he just made a mistake. They yeah. say he flicked a switch which uh, disabled the... his yeah. rear brake, so yeah. he just locked into the first corner, blocked both front tires, and went straight on.
1: Yeah, right. Absolute heartbreak for him. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show that uh, a seven-time world champion.
0: Can still and, make mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. all about the pressure, right? Yeah, and, and, and that's how, how you uptight deal with
1: this this season's going to be.
0: Speaking of pressure, in the last two laps, I mean, those moves by Charles Leclerc and Gasly, and even Norris getting in the mix,ed trying to fight for uh, the last position of the podium and three, four, five, and the points that go with it. I thought they raced brilliantly. Huh? They've like kept. Uh, they're cool under pressure, not made uh, rash, de- rash decisions. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems like F1's in good hands for.
1: With these three, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Let's do a quick rundown of the race results, right? Uh, so Sergio Perez finished in first, with Sebastian Vettel in second. Um, Pierre Gasly finished third, and Charles Leclerc finished fourth.
1: Uh, Lando Norris came in 5th, with uh, Alonso coming in 6th. Yuki Sonora finished 7th, uh, and Carlos Sainz came in 8th.
0: Daniel Ricciardo and Kimi Raikkonen uh, rounded up the points uh, for the top 10, uh, finishing in 9 and 10. And Antonio, Antonio Giovinazzi and Valtteri Bottas finished 11th and 12th.
1: Uh, then we had both the cars, Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin. And um, 15th was Lewis Hamilton after his costly mistake. Uh,
0: Nicholas Latifi finished last in 16th place after the 32nd uh, penalty. And George Russell, Max Verstappen, Lance Stroll and Esteban Ocon were the DNFs. So now let's talk about strategies, right? What strategies worked in the race and what didn't? Uh, so w- what do you feel was like a, a, someone's strategy that really like played out well?
1: Yeah, so I think one team that's really uh, got it going two weekends in a row is Aston Martin. Uh, last uh, last race at Monaco, they got Vettel uh, from 8th place to 5th uh, with the overcut. He just stayed out longer than everybody else and um, just put in lap after lap. And they've done the same thing uh, this race uh, far more impressively. He's gone from qualifying 11th to finishing 2nd. Uh, And yeah, two people um, had absolute tragedies that cleared the way for him. But even 11 to 4 is impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, the way he, I think, uh, took care and massaged those soft (laughs) tyres for as long as he did uh, was, was pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, he went in for a pit stop only on lap 18 much after uh, everybody else leaving mm. him with uh, fresher tires towards the end of the race right to yes. really go for it
0: yeah yeah and and speaking of pit stops i mean let's just take a moment to discuss red bull and mercedes's pit stops and <laughs> yeah. i mean i want to say the cluster beep that it was <laughs> uh you know uh, uh, mercedes pitting hamilton when it, he was
1: the race leader when he was
0: the race leader and they-
1: he no, they would obviously want like a flawless pit stop and I think it was anything but.
0: Yeah, I think they had to wait for Gasly to go past before they, ac- they could actually release him after the stop. So, yeah. it ended up being like twice the length it normally would at four yeah. seconds. Which... At a
1: very, very expensive pit stop if you're the la- race leader and you've got two Red Bulls chasing you down.
0: Yeah, I think that pretty much cost him the lead of the race. You know. Absolutely. And and similarly, even with the Red Bull, uh, it, it seemed like they had a slightly longer pit stop for Perez, even though he stopped, like, the, the lap immediately after Verstappen. Yeah. And he had a phenomenal in-lap, right? Yeah. They it almost seemed like he would come back out in the lead of of Max. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It sort of brings up the question, do you think they would actually let, like the two, Red Bull would let the two drivers race each other?
1: And also keep in mind that Max had a flawless 1.9 second pit stop and Red Bull is known for fabulous pit stops right so uh christian honor has said that yeah he would it's too early in the championship and he would be open to letting his drivers race but come on this is the red bull we're talking about. yeah
0: multi-21 anyone <laughs> multi-21 <laughs> but anyway so uh yeah i think that that about rounds up the good strategies and bad strategy yeah. calls in this
1: and Mercedes uh, has just had like a run of not great pit stops and they're going to have to figure out how um how, how they get past that.
0: Yeah, I think if they want
1: the championship this year.
0: So, with zero points in Baku for Mercedes, uh, Red Bull has uh, solidified their championship uh, lead by uh, a good 26 point lead over Mercedes in the constructors' standings.
1: And Ferrari has overtaken McLaren in the constructors' uh, by just two points. So, uh, that battle for third is just going to go on as the races continue.
0: Yeah, I think uh, after that you have uh, Alfa Tauri, who's uh, in fourth place, in fifth place, sorry, and Aston Martin is just two points behind them in sixth.
1: Alpine uh, comes in uh, seventh place. They are they've they've been struggling uh, this season, and it doesn't seem like they're going to be at the level of uh, McLaren or Ferrari.
0: Alpha Romeo follows after Kimi Räikkönen scored their second point of the season this race. Uh, and Haas and Williams sort of round up the table.
1: Coming to the driver standings though, uh, no changes in our top two from last uh, race to this race. Verstappen uh, still holdi- holding on to that four-point lead over Hamilton.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, Perez has really come up in the standings to third place uh, with a three-point lead over Norris. Uh, With Leclerc coming in in 5th.
1: And Bottas has fallen all the way down uh, to 6th place. Uh, His uh, no points run in both Monaco and um, uh, Baku really bringing him down.
0: Yeah, Sainz is uh, just like 5 points behind uh, Bottas. And unfortunately... Like I think he would have liked to be a higher at this point in the championship and I think he's settled well in Ferrari, uh, one of the few drivers who moved this year who settled so quickly in a new team.
1: Uh, Pierre Gasly is 8th in the championship with uh, 31 points, just 3 points ahead of Vettel and um, Ricciardo is 10th in the championship.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, that rounds up the top 10 in the championship quite neatly and uh, that brings us up to what's going to happen in the next race. You know, it's a return to permanent circuits. It's a triple header, which is going to be tough for all the teams. But uh, yeah, it it seems like these next three races are probably what's going to show the best indication of who's where uh, in in the championship, right?
1: Yeah, I think Mercedes, for one, is going to be eagerly looking forward to not racing on a street circuit and uh, going back to circuits that they have traditionally done well at.
0: Yeah, and I think Daniel Ricciardo also is going to be looking forward to moving on from street circuits. You know, he's a guy who um, traditionally has loved street circuits and always has done exceedingly well at them. But yeah, I think he needs uh, that uh, space. Largely
1: because of the car he was in, which was a Red Bull. I don't think uh, the McLaren is a car that's good at street circuits.
0: Yeah, I think he also needs to like get to, to grips completely with that car. And I think these next three races should help.
1: Yeah, so talking about the next couple of races, I sort of want to uh, talk about our predictions. So, last week, uh, you said that Mercedes was going to be
0: <laughs>
1: on the podium.
0: and Clearly, I, was... I was wrong. <laughs> Clearly, I was wrong.
1: Um, and I thought it was going to be Norris. So, that didn't happen. But can I just... Yeah. So, so should we even like should we even attempt to uh, make predictions for the next race? I think we definitely should, <laughs> even if
0: we are like completely off the mark. But yeah, uh, what are your predictions for the next uh, at least for the next race?
1: So I think Hamilton's definitely going to come uh, with a mind to win it. Right? I think he he he's had two bad um, races in a row, and he's really going to want to come come back with a bang.
0: Okay, I, I feel like we are going to see two Red Bulls on the podium. Uh, I think it's going to be the first time we see Max and Perez actually fighting with each other because I think finally Perez has come to like grips with his uh, Red Bull. And yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see whether Red Bull actually lets them fight or uh, we see like a return to their true form of giving team, team orders. orders. Yeah. Alright, so I think this rounds up uh, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix at Baku quite nicely. So thanks for tuning in guys and cheers, hope you have a great night.